0: Donna, it's my, hey. my nice little intro to sort of lighten the mood a little bit. Cool. Hey, Leon. Good to see you. Good to be oh. here
1: today.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Have, happy Tuesday, Donna Thistleway. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Yeah, thanks.
0: It's an honour. Oh, thank you. Well, look, Donna, I first come across your story at Stories of Hope, Kerry Atherton Stories of Hope, and I, I was speechless. And and I mm-hmm. think I would just days afterwards I'm just going oh I can't, that it's one of the most amazing stories um, of overcome adversity that I think I've ever heard and I read your book three times your page pages stories the I hope chapter, you know, yeah chapter three times and I just read it and I just couldn't stop reading it so I just thinking wow I just think during this period of life where it's tough and it's hard and post COVID, semi post COVID for some people, it's, mm. you know, people are still struggling out there. And I think that if we can provide, especially yourself, Donna, some, some encouragement, some positivity, some words of wisdom, something that can help people move forward. I think that'll just be, um, it'll be priceless. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, Donna, yeah, tell us awesome. a little bit about yourself. We'll, we'll go into your story very shortly, but what, okay. what does Donna do today?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I've been working for myself for over six years now, and I've been doing career coaching mainly in that time. And about two two years ago, I started doing some speaking, uh, sharing my story from the stage. And I realized that I actually love doing that. I feel really energized when I do. And it feels like a way to use my experience positively. So yeah, I started doing some speaking. I've also become a mental health first aid trainer. So I've been delivering those courses lately wow. and nice. I'm also uh, become accredited in a resilience tool uh, for the workplace as well. So just sort of feel like they're really complementary, And uh, so I've been trying to focus on growing that part of what I do because I'm really passionate about it and I get a lot of energy and I did have that with career coaching as well. And I still do a bit of that work, but I love the idea of um, one to many. And so, yeah, that's where I'm focusing on moving
0: ahead. I think that's amazing Donna, because again, uh, no one knows your story at the moment, but they will very shortly and they're going to be absolutely mind blowing because where you are today where you were back in two thousand and twelve
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah I, reading.
0: yes 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 <laughs> it's amazing because you know that for some reason that two thousand and twelve a few a quite a few people that I've spoken to their adversities actually went through two thousand and twelve it, it, wow. it's, it's fascinating and it actually my brother actually took his life in two thousand and twelve so i don't know what what it was about uh, two thousand and twelve so I can't yeah. recall but um but yeah, Donna look. Let, let, let's start. Let's get straight to to, to your story and t- yeah. talk us through what happened to you in in 2012. And before we do go on to this, guys, mm-hmm. look. Obviously, this is a, this is a talk that's going to get it uh, uh, may trigger people. It's very traumatic at times. And so, that if there is issues where people need to reach out, you definitely can reach out to myself. Um, obviously, obviously Donna, you're very very experienced and listening to. yeah about what what we're about to hear
1: yeah sure and look you know lifelines a great um place to turn if you are triggered at all so their numbers um 13 14 11 and um you know you can talk to somebody there that's really experienced um when it comes to uh suicide or triggering by suicide which is the topic that we are about to speak
0: about Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Myself, also a registered counsellor as well. So if anyone needs to reach out, there's plenty of options here and we are here to support post this chat as well. Donna, talk yeah. us through 2012 on on yeah. that. Uh, let, let, let's, let's go um, the, 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 day, the couple of days before and, and the day of the event.
1: Yeah. Okay then. So, um, I, at the time was a HR professional working in a corporate organization, and I was on a project at work, and I had a team as well, a small team. and I went through I guess a crisis of confidence. Uh, something happened at work that uh, triggered some past sort of trauma and and issues for me and led to a whole bunch of self-doubt and uh, a feeling that I couldn't do what I was meant to do at work and that I was failing, that I might even get the sack. And I forgot everything that I'd ever achieved, every all of my strengths, everything that was good about me. And I just became really sort of hyper focused on what wasn't working and I really personalized it. I felt like I'd messed everything up and I Got to the point where I just couldn't see how to make things better. Um, my partner and I had um, refinanced a property he'd owned only a little bit of uh, time before that and I thought that if I got sacked he was going to lose that property. It was like his batch pad that he had when we met. I just felt like I was going to be a terrible role model to my little boy. He was only two at the time and uh, yeah, my thoughts just got darker and darker and uh, I I couldn't see any way out. And on the 12th of August, 2012, I decided that uh, my solution was going to be to end my life. And uh, I attempted that uh, that afternoon. I drove to Brisbane Story Bridge to work out where I'd park that night when I came back, basically to plan um, my death. And um, yeah, I I jumped that afternoon. In a busy afternoon, people were everywhere. And I just, I'd heard this voice in my head, like, you're here now, just do it. And uh, yeah, that's what happened.
0: What were your moments, thinking, feeling before that? Obviously, so you, you yeah. had gone there and you'd had it all planned, but between the moment you had Mm. gone there and the moment you had returned,
1: what Mm. went through your
0: mind through those hours? Was it like, well, I need to do X, Y, Z, I need to say goodbye to this person, I need to tidy up bank accounts, Mm. or was your mind just to the point where you didn't really get to think about that too much?
1: Yeah, no, I didn't think that sort of stuff at all really, Um, which I know is one of the signs that somebody um, might be at risk of suicide. Um, And I did write a letter to my partner. I wrote that on the computer and I phoned him from the bridge to say, look, I've left you a letter. I got his voicemail and, um, you know, it's, it's not your fault. Uh, but before that, I even though I was thinking to go back there that night, I don't remember even thinking about that stuff about getting my affairs in order. I just thought I'll write the letter to my partner. Um, and then when I got to the bridge, I guess, I... Um, it all just sort of happened from there. It wasn't wasn't my intention um, to take action at that time. I was going to just plan. Um, And then I just went, well, you're here. Uh, So it was in a way impulsive, but I drove there with that intention. And, yeah, were you going to say something, Leon? I might not have answered your question. It felt very surreal. I felt quite
0: detached. No, you did, because I've I've heard a similar story, whereas, you know, it's easy for us with a... A, a good frame of mind to, you know, if you ever thought about mm. that. Okay, well, I'd have to say bye to watching mm. leave a note, or you'd have all these things planned. But obviously, when yeah. you're blind, obviously you were going through a, a really hard time. I don't think you were thinking mm. too much about, you know, family and friends and and finances. Obviously, everything had just built up. Mm.
1: My thoughts were just that they were going to be better off without me, which I think yeah. is a very common thought. Uh, when someone makes this decision, but it's absolutely wrong. No one is better off without you. Hey, like, gosh, if they knew that that's what you're on your was on your mind. Oh, god. That word burden, and, isn't
0: it? They it, obviously when when people are dark places, they they don't want to yes. burden us, and and we're the opposite. Yeah. It's, it's actually 360. The opposite. Yeah. It's no, no. Please, we we want to know. We we actually yeah. want to help, but uh, people if they don't know, they don't know. And not everyone's, you know, advanced to be able to read between the lines of who may Uh, be considering suicide or who really is mentally not well, you know? So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look, you're not rational at that time. And um, I know I wasn't, I I was definitely not rational. Um, I remember, you know, sort of going through the motions of, of being at home before I left to go there. Uh, we even had a friend come over, um but I was not really present. My thoughts were elsewhere, and i um yeah i I definitely wasn't myself, and my you know my partner um has said you know I knew something was up, but what you know what I what I did was the last thing that he expected me to do. Um, that never occurred to him or to anyone else around me um, that it was that serious.
0: Have you Have you since ever read back your suicide note that you wrote?
1: I I actually can't find it. I don't no. know where it is. Uh, I have looked for it before, especially like at certain um, points, like writing the chapter of the book and um, you know, working through some stuff and I I don't know where it is.
0: Wow. I've, I've got a a few of them at home and wow. Like I don't even know even to explain the feelings Mm -hmm. that are written down there. It's just Mm -hmm. made, um, I I don't shed a tear very often, but if I was to read Mm -hmm. these notes and it just, there is nothing on this planet that breaks you more than reading the feelings that are going through a person. And, and that's probably when I can get, you know, we, we don't want to hear that when people say it, it's selfish and it's, you, you don't mm. want to use, the last word that needs to get thrown out. And you and I both mm. know that. And it's just a word that nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to take their life, where human beings were designed to live. But at the, obviously at the, that time, mm. sometimes in people's life, they feel that's for the best at that specific moment. But as we yeah. get further on, into your moving forward hopefully that provides Mm -hmm. you know you know proof to people that you know you can be so dark and and you made a mistake but god Mm -hmm. you actually you've turned your whole life around to be able to help so many other people and i just commend you and i just think that is just courage right there to take you know your Mm -hmm. your adversity your hardest times to go on and make a difference to the world because and i think it's fascinating And and we'll get to that in a minute but just one question always intrigues me. When you jumped, what did, what did you think?
1: Yeah. Um, like shit. <laughs> I had this moment of panic, you know, like when your breath is taken away. I just went like this, and then I said to myself, "It's okay. You're just going to the other side." That's what I said. You're just going to. The other
0: side. Wow.
1: Yeah. And then I I feel like I just relaxed and and I have wondered if that was perhaps why I survived because I was so relaxed. Um, Because, you know, uh, many people have died um, jumping off the bridge and yeah.
0: Yeah, did, so I, did you, did you, were you knocked out? Were you unconscious straight away, or do you actually remember hitting the bottom, or do you just remember being up in hospital?
1: I remember hitting the water, um, and I just remember that it was, it felt icy cold and my body was stinging. Um, it was uh, August, so yeah, it was pretty chilly oh. and. I remember resurfacing and then I don't remember anything after that until I woke up in hospital and I didn't know where I was. But apparently I was conscious. So um, when a strange Story were filming an episode of my experience, um, they interviewed the ferry drivers, or the ferry crew, who rescued me from the water and... I had never met them until uh, I did so on film. And uh, that was the only time that I cried in the filming. And uh, I thought meeting them and them showing me, you know, where it had happened and telling me the story of, of what occurred on that day from their perspective, I thought that might bring stuff back, but it didn't
0: at all. And what about the injuries that you sustained? Can you talk us through them?
1: Yeah, so I uh, broke five vertebrae and a rib, and I lacerated my liver, and I was just other than that just bruised. Like my whole the whole back of my
0: body was black. And how's your body today? Can you get out? Well, I read that you did you did the Kokoda Track. You rode a bike <laughs> from Gold Coast to Sydney.
1: Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. Um, what times? I'm trying to think. <laughs> I've done that, but that was before the bridge. Um, Kokoda was before the bridge, but I have done the Oxfam 100k walk since the bridge. Uh, but yeah, look, physically, I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm great. Um, I don't have any residual injury. Uh, I did have a back condition, uh, like some back issues before the bridge but yeah look now um all is great um i'm a cyclist and so you know that's been my passion for a long time and interestingly um i wasn't doing it when um i had my mental health crisis uh because i i'd given up when my little boy when i was pregnant when i was four months pregnant my very conservative obstetrician said, you, you shouldn't be doing that. Because I was 42 when I was pregnant. And uh your you only chance of having a baby. And, and I got really paranoid when I was riding that someone was going to hit me. And so I stopped. But it, it's something that brings me so much joy. It's a, a key coping mechanism for me. And uh, I've been back on my bike uh, three and a half years. And yeah, that's all going great.
0: Uh, yeah, I think why I mentioned them points. I guess the thing is that people got to understand is that, you know, obviously to to do that type of cycle, you've got you've got a lot of resilience, you've got a lot of mental grit. You 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 know, you don't give in easily. Yeah. So I so I think the important point there is that you know what anybody in life, Donna, can go through hard times. It doesn't matter how strong you are, how great your life is at a specific moment, things yeah. can turn and and life can get you down and. And this is why if you were to turn back the clock at that specific moment, yeah. what advice would you give to yourself?
1: Yeah, just get through this and, and you can recover and life can actually be better than you ever imagined possible. Um, you know, for decades I'd actually lived with self-doubt. Um, I had a bit of childhood trauma and, um, yeah, I always felt like there was something wrong with me. And, um, you know, to some people that wouldn't have been obvious, but for people who knew me well, um, it was, and it did improve over time. You know, I went to university and, you know, I got amazing grades at uni. And so it was like, "Mm, maybe I am okay. And, you know, I'd have these things, but I was always looking for validation externally. I didn't, feel it inside and i think that's such an important thing that you've actually got to be able to feel that within you've actually got to like love and accept yourself um so that would be another thing i'd say um
0: yeah, i think that's a key, really that's a key got to be
1: there for you yeah, yeah.
0: you've got to, as they say you know obviously loving yourself and we're not saying that in a um we're saying that in a, in a matter of you know if, if you're not gonna love yourself no one else will and we're talking yeah. about internal love really accepting who you are as a human being I think that's very important and 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 I'm saying now right this second forget about drop the comparisons the comparisons of people on oh, social media and to other people and so you know
1: unhealthy.
0: What? yeah look we, we're all we're all born with faults and we're all born with amazing traits and we've all got amazing traits in us and sometimes you know, well, a lot of the time it takes some people find them in life and some people don't find it in life. And some mm-hmm. people find it the hard way. Some people go through crazy adversity, like, like yourself, and then you mm-hmm. find out, well, you know, I might've been great at this. I might've been in, in, in this division at work. I was at the top of my field, but did that make me happy? Clearly not. Maybe what's going to make Donna happy by default, you happen to find out maybe what your purpose is and that's given back to people. And, and, and you've obviously a very, a very kind, soft, caring nature that people will get drawn to that because like, I believe what you say, like, and I, I'm feeling, you know, like a good musician, he can, mm-hmm. he can connect with the audience. A, a very a person that's, you know, just got that empathy inside him, which is just, it, it is a trait, which I believe is just priceless. And I believe that's one thing that is a gift in itself. And unfortunately sometimes Absolutely. you've got to go the hard way around in life to actually find that,
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree, Leon. I reckon everyone has gifts. Everyone has strengths. And, you know, I think we're all perfectly imperfect and it's, it's about self acceptance. It's about, you know, curiosity and learning about yourself, you know, finding yourself, you know, I really think that it's, it's a quest that we have in our lives and, you know, I, I'm for everybody, you know, go on that journey. Um, because you know you can be so rewarded, and you know it's it makes life an adventure.
0: Absolutely. What so, Donna? Fast forward to two thousand and twenty. What what do you do daily to try to mm. potentially overcome? what happened in 2012, obviously there was, there were events leading up. You had a lot of pressure on mm-hmm. you. You didn't think you were good enough. And mm-hmm. so what, what's changed from learning what you learned there, what advice yeah. now can we give to people to go, you know what, this mm-hmm. is what I used to think I was, but yeah. that wasn't true. And my mind was just saying that. So today I do, what is it? Yeah.
1: Don? yeah cool so there, there were definitely a few lessons that that i'd point out so um you know self acceptance honestly it just it did change everything leon just that going you know and and i literally i, I was trying this visualization exercise that um okay. a neurolinguistic programming practitioner had you know got me to practice where i saw myself as a little person and you know you you're just perfect the way you are um and i i would never done any visualization and it was really hard like i'm a very literal person and i i tried and tried it and then i just sat there this day and i went oh my god you're missing the point there's nothing freaking wrong with you wow it was amazing it was like something lifted off me i don't know it was like this heaviness just left and i was like that's amazing and it didn't come back hey
0: that's fun. and and just tell the listen the, the listeners now visualization how do you yeah. come across that how do you learn that where where can people find this downloaded yeah. Google YouTube
1: <laughs> <laughs> visualization so powerful I've got better at it um, but you know even quite recently I was telling you Leon, and I had a few um, challenges during COVID that um, just you know, I've got these amazing resilience strategies, but just at this certain point for a few weeks, even they weren't enough. And I was just really struggling it. And like, I often think it's like where you're wading through mud, you know, sometimes you just feel like you're killing it and you're cruising and you're in flow, but I was just heavy. Everything was hard. And uh, I ended up going, right, look, who can help me with this? Cause I don't want to stay in this place. I've got things to do and this doesn't feel right. And I saw this friend who's a transformational kinesiologist and uh, yeah, she did some stuff with me and, and she's like, um, uh, cause she goes on years and stuff and does this muscle testing. Anyway, eight came up and I'm like my year, eighth year and I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. But it's not a surprise. It's when my sister left and my mum left and um. And
0: she that, that, that's out where and my, my brother life. left too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> On the eighth. Really? <laughs> wow. How's that out of all dates? How's that yes. for like a ooh, wow? Yeah, sorry. that's freaky.
1: Yeah, it it not it is. at all. Crazy. And, yeah, so, anyway, interestingly, my sister has left again. I didn't even think about that. She has moved away as a police officer. She's out at Charleville. And so I'm not feeling the connection that I've had with her over the last, you know, couple of decades. And so, um, yeah, but also what she did was she actually got me to visualise, so in my mind's eye, just closing my mind and seeing the house, closing my mind, my eyes, and um, seeing the house that I was in when I was eight and going into the house and seeing myself there, the eight-year-old, and just saying to her, I'm here for you. Come on, let's go, and taking her out to the car and so just picturing her um, with me and sitting in the car and saying, I'm here for you. It's it's going to be okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to look after you. I'm always going to be here for you. No matter what else happens, no matter who abandoned you for whatever reason in your life, I am here for you. Wow. And even this morning, I just looked in the seat of my car and went, we've got this.
0: Wow. I love that. That's amazing. That's a, what amazing yeah. tool. I, I, I personally, I know a lot of tools. I haven't heard visualization. And that's why these things that these chats are even mm-hmm. mind blow for myself, because look, we're still yeah. learning, you know, and we yes. always learn and, and I like to learn from people that have obviously been through a, a traumatic experience because most people I work speak to have come out of that traumatic experience. So that the education you can give to people is valuable. Yeah. So what would be another go-to tool? um yeah
1: okay so i uh, just question your thoughts honestly that that is so powerful so i used to believe everything i thought or oh not even just never question it you know there was a period after the bridge where to outsiders it would have seemed like my life was good you know i um left my corporate job i'd set up a business and you know, my little boy was growing up and, um, yeah, like, like it seemed pretty good. But I always had these negative thoughts in my head. Like I can give you a couple of examples. I remember being at school and sitting next to another mum and uh, we'd been chatting and then she got up and she walked away. And in my head, I heard, oh, she left because you're boring. Wow. And then, yeah, I was just like, where did, that, where did that come from? Like, seriously, she could have had to go to the toilet. She could have gone to check on her child, you know. It's made up a story that been, wasn't true. It's like, whatever. And even if it was true, even if I was boring, well, like, cool like that's that's but even that's okay but is it helpful to think that no it's freaking not because all it does is like makes you disconnect more from the world around you and and I would I would bet any money that that wasn't that wasn't what went on in her head but you know that's what we do we create these stories that support what we're feeling I think that's that's a big point you know um, I used to have coffee with these ladies on Friday and I used to always think that they were more evolved than me you know they were all very chatty strong women and I used to feel like you know uh, I wasn't as good as them and as interesting. And and then one day, a few of them had left. There was a couple um, still there. And one of them, she was actually the youngest half-sister of a couple of the mums. And uh, I she was talking about these patterns in her life. And I looked at her and I went, oh, my gosh, she's like half my age and has twice my insight. And... Um, I just said to them, "Wow, I've got all these thoughts. There's something wrong with me and I'm boring and I'm blah, blah, blah. And they were like, what are you talking about? That's not what we see. We see this like really bright energy and, you know, this, you know, person who can even line up a room, you know, when she walks in it. And I was just like, "Oh, There's a disconnect between what I think is going on in the world and what other people's experience of it is and of me is. And that was a turning point where I just went, I ain't going to think this way anymore. I
0: Do you still get the odd know. thought of it, but you're able to turn it around very quickly now because you're obviously yeah. ideas coming that and you can focus on that or you can yeah. switch your focus on to all, all, all the amazing things. And funny on that, cause I was Absolutely. actually just stalk, stalking your Facebook and, ah. <laughs> and yeah. and, I, and I, I tend to do that, you know, and I just found a couple it's of research. quotes that I thought were really cool. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and, and just one of them here, just funny as you, as you said that, yeah. and you've got here, I think is amazing. This one's anonymous. So yeah. if you focus on problems, you'll have more prob- problems. If you focus on possibilities, you'll have more opportunities. And I think that's just, it's just amazing. And it's amazing in life. What you said there is that what we kind of focus on, is kind of what's going to turn to reality in our life. So if we can switch our focus onto, you know, more positivity, and that's it's one. it's easier said than done. And you yeah. know, there, there's therapists out there that that use behaviours like CBT, cognitive behaviour yes. therapy. It's
1: can, great.
0: It's, it is incredible, and it's yeah. uh, I do. That's how I talk, but right, pretty much all day, I don't look at any mm-hmm. negative. I sort of turn it around straight away and just switch yeah. straight over to this corner over here. But most people's yeah. mindsets are set here, so it's it's like it's just another skill. Donna, it's yeah. just another skill that we learn as we get older. And, you know, yeah. we've, got, we've gone through enough hardships. So we, we find out to move forward from all these little things we talk about self-care. It's so important that we mm. practice every day to execute them. And it's a skill. It's like, well, you can, you can stop going to the gym and guess what? You're going to lose your muscle and you're going to get out of shape pretty quickly. If you stop working really? on your mindset and your self-care and riding mm. your bike, doing the things that make you excessively happy, which yes. obviously going funny how you, you, you said before, when you were going through it in 2012, you'd actually stopped you mm-hmm. know, your, your, your cycling. So it's funny, isn't it? How, you know, when people get in these dark mindsets as well, that you, you can kind of sometimes see a little pattern there, yeah. you know, their, their life just gone off the rails and everything kind of went off with them. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's sad. Yeah. But one other little quote as well. Mm-hmm. And this one was just really cool as well. And it says plenty of people miss, miss their share of happiness, not because they never found it, but because they didn't stop to enjoy it. And, uh, and that is so powerful is that life is just going by yeah. so fast. And, you know, the old cliche that people say, sometimes you've got to sit back and smell the roses, Donna. Yeah. And that's pretty much what that is saying. And I just think there's a good life lesson right there. Sometimes when life gets a little bit fast and a bit hectic, step yeah. back step back and slow down and, and maybe, you know, refresh and start again, get out of this little, little rut that we're in because it's going too fast and our mind can't, Mm. but sometimes we just need to step back. And if that means it's a, it's some beach walk, it's more cycling for you. For me, it'd be more surfing for me. You know I mean? It could be more connections, start hanging around a a good group of positive people and, um, and, and that can go a long way as well
1: absolutely yeah what you just said so so true leon um i reckon too there's that um the the fact that when we reframe those thoughts when we when we change those thoughts Uh, you know if we routinely do that we're actually able to rewire our brain as well you know that neuroplasticity of the brain and 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 that's what i feel like happened to me um you know yes i still occasionally get those thoughts but i I would say 10 percent of the thoughts i used to have because you know my default thinking is actually now positive
0: I love that. And that's, I'm glad you said that because, you know, it's, it, I guess we're all born with a, a a blank computer, AKA our mind. And obviously mm. in life, we're learning traits as we go along. Sometimes we learn yeah. amazing things. Sometimes we learn bad behaviors and sometimes mm. if we focus on them, poor behaviors and that becomes our focus. And as we get older, obviously, you know, that, that, that can lead, lead us to adults today, not having, you know, much self-care or self, or should I self, self-love or or, or, the, or or self-esteem. It's probably the other yeah. one I'm trying to think about there and that as yeah. well. So look, there's always, I, I always say, look, look, I hate even saying this, but there are, are some people that are born, you know what I mean? Just with that chemical imbalance in their mind. And, 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 and that is tough. And I, I guess I like can, you know, advise these people is sometimes we can yeah. just make, make the best choices we can and control yeah. everything we can control and and that yeah. means minimizing alcohol and and drugs and yeah. all these other things that become the masking agents for for particular people but i guess mm-hmm. we can i always say to people i'm never here to cure mental illness it's not what i can do it's not my role but if we can provide yeah. a better quality of life for people i think is that yeah. all i kind of strive to do if we can provide some tools some education and, and, and learning from other people's experiences, Donna, I think that's yeah. the most powerful thing we can do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree, Leon. You know, I think the more tools that we have available to us, the, the greater the likelihood that we can actually be um, mentally healthy and that we can thrive in life.
0: Ab- you know, absolutely.
1: I think so, we all have a right um, to yeah. thrive, and I feel like it's our responsibility to ourselves to work out what we need to do that. Because I think it's different for different people as well. You know, what the the things I found for myself—they worked great for me, but they're not the only ways that we can thrive. I definitely know some of them are just—they'll work for everyone though.
0: <laughs> and 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 that's a it's a good point too. You know, I can sit here and say I love to play the guitar, and I love to mm. my downtime believe it or not i love to go for a beer but it'll be like one or two that yeah. that's all is that for me that's just where ladies want to some people want to go for a coffee and that's fine as well i'm actually not i'm not a big drinker at all so what one or two beers a fortnight for me that's for me it's mm. just a social thing but it's bringing yeah. people together again i love my surfing i can i can sit in my gym i come into work an hour before i even open and i sit here and i just listen to music and i just sit here with with nobody whatsoever, and I'm in, I'm just, I'm in the zone, and it's just my moment. And yeah. and then when everyone goes home at night, and it could be six thirty at night, I could just sit here, and I just put some cool music on, and I walk yeah. in, my, and I leave my work behind, so it stays at work. And then when I go nice. home to my wife and daughter, you know what? I'm I'm just that again i'm not I'm, I'm not taking home things that i've i've taken in my mind because it's very important especially you know in, in people in roles like yourself you you're in that mental health um industry it's tough it's consuming and if we don't look after ourselves look at it, it um it can really bring us down so donna ha- how have you been during COVID? because obviously you know you're, you're a speaker and and you're out there and then obviously you know, things have had to sort of stall for you a little bit. How have you been going through this period? And I ask that because I just want people to understand, to know also that, you know, you can go through some trauma and you can come out of adversity and you can get in a great position, but life's still going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, totally.
1: Totally. Yeah. COVID I knocked my business round a bit actually, because um, I've, only been speaking a couple of years and so I, I think with some of the speakers who have been in the industry longer you know they've got client like much larger client bases and um, you know some of those were people were doing online talks and I think initially there was this whole There was, it was like there was chaos right in the beginning and people losing gigs and all sorts of, you know, things were happening. I know my phone stopped ringing even for career coaching clients. And then that has started to pick up a bit as I guess things have settled down a bit and people have got a little bit more clarity around what's going on. We're not in that panic mode that I think happened in that first month. Yeah. Yeah. So I did, I have had an online talk and I've had a couple of other um, online gigs and I've done a free webinar and I'm just actually starting to, actually Mental Health First Aid uh, created an online version of the course. It wasn't really available um, publicly before. So um, it's been good. I've uh, delivered three of them recently um which has been great so really good to get back into that and we're just doing it uh, via zoom so it's i just feel so grateful that we have this technology available to us because you know even 20 years ago i don't think we'd really be in the space that we are now you know it would have been a very different COVID world
0: oh look definitely and i guess you know mm-hmm. again like the COVID scenario and and the way my brain will work is it's only trying to take out the good that we can, you know, there's no point sitting here or any human being sitting here and blaming mm, this person or yeah. that person or that country, that border yeah. or the prime minister, you see a lot of it on social mm. media and look, it, it, mm. it doesn't, it doesn't help the problem. But what it does do is unfortunately these people, their focus is going to be basically on the wrong thing. Like we talked about earlier on mm. when, when, when it hit me, obviously I'd found that I had to close and the first day you're a little bit in shock. And then, then two days later, I just thought, okay, cool. Well, I haven't technically had a day off work almost for 18 months. So I go, well, you know, Leon, now you get to force time off. So cool. So I spent, you know, maybe three out of seven days a week on the lounge watching Netflix, loving it. And I really loved it. And then the other days and then, but then all of a sudden there were things I had to do that never got done because I was so busy. So for me, not, look i'm technically i'm not that brilliant when it comes to zoom and actually this i've got pod I've got wires everywhere hooked oh, yeah. up here this is all over the place this is going on look my good. iTunes and Facebook and stuff it's pretty cool at- for me you know but I learned all this during COVID.
1: yes
0: so there has been things there that um, you know are things that I've actually taken advantage of and and I, and I started doing these podcasts during during the COVID period where I was thinking, you know, people need some positivity. We need some stories. Nice. So I've been doing these now for about 10, 11 weeks. And I've just thought, so oh, well, I'll, just, I'll just continue to do these every week. And so nice. there's, there's a lot of positives there that have come out of it. So during this COVID period, there's amazing people, you know, Donna, like yourself, that I've been able, able to now, we can share the story over and, and just help so many people on a, on, a, on a wider range. Because again, I think the world needs some some stories of you know, obviously from adversity, but to actually prove to people that, you know what, yes, you can be that dark, like I said earlier, but you can go Mm -hmm. on to achieve amazing things.
1: Absolutely. You know, I I say in my keynote talk, um, you know, I got a second chance, but everyone gets a second chance. Every single day we get up is a new day and we've got the power to create. What it is that we want, you know. That's
0: I love that. Incredible. Love that. Powerful. Donna, let, let let's say we, mm. we have a, a listener now and, and usually after these chats, you know, my inbox yeah. does, you know, it does rattle a little little bit. And yeah. let us say there's someone listening to this right now, which is going mm. to happen and they're thinking, I can't see myself, you know, achieving anything. I am no good. I am worthless. I'm yeah. I'm I am a burden. I just shouldn't be here, and they're contemplating thoughts. Donna, what, what what's some pure gold that we can give people right now?
1: Mm. Yeah, gosh, it's just uh, don't give up, like don't, because it truly can be good. Like life can be amazing. But you can't give up. You've got to hang in there. And what I would say is just never, ever, ever stop until you get what it is that you need to feel good in life, right? Just, I, 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 to me, it's it, it did become like a quest. I was like, shit, I don't want to live like this. You know, when I talked about those ladies and coffee and always feeling like I wasn't good enough, I was like, I don't want this life. This isn't how I want to live um and then I, I was just like what do i need and i literally just asked that question what do i need to feel good and then i those things came i found them whatever i was like i'm not giving up until i actually don't have those thoughts in my head anymore and my life actually feels i'm um, fulfilling i feel you know I feel well, and I feel, you know, the majority of the time. And I feel like I have a good life, and and I do feel that absolutely.
0: It's it's don't give up. And you know what? It's uh, you know, people can sit back and go, oh, you know, it's easier to see than done. But at the end of the day, the fact is that you don't give up. And and you know what? If you just can hold on, if you just can hold on, and the great thing is, Donna, what we know is. There are friends waiting to help. There is yeah. there is a lot of help out there, and, and reaching out and connecting. And please, nobody trying to try to erase that word burden from your vocabulary, yeah. because it, it's a it's a word. It's a strong word that seems to stick in people's minds. And what you yeah. say is what you become. So if you yes. sit here and you keep telling yourself I'm a bird and I'm this and I'm that, yes. guess what? Your brain learns repetitious. So you better be careful what you tell your brain. And yes. so if you keep telling yourself, I am amazing, I am enough, I can yes. do this, guess what? After, after two months of doing that, and you notice I said two months, I didn't yes. say after two days because no. it takes a little while to rewire your mind, as you mentioned earlier. Yes. But we can't. It's another skill that we have to learn. But if we continuously tell ourselves, that we are not good enough. We, we actually believe it as adults. And, if, and if, it's come, if it's been gone for 20 years, the chance of you turning that around in, in a heartbeat, it's not going to happen. It's going to take time. Mm. And I think- That time, is possible. It, it is possible, Donna. And, mm. and here you are, you know, eight years later, you know what I mean? Having mm. a chat, sharing your story and sharing, yeah. and sharing all your wisdom you have. So, mm. Donna, let's give me what, just to finish on, just one more bit of advice to people at the okay. moment. I don't want to touch on that, but what's the- Best advice you can right. give to anyone going through right. a hard time right today.
1: So, so I've got these resilience strategies. Uh, there we go. You can sort of see them, right? So I share these in my talk because these were basically the strategies that changed my life. So I could give you a couple of
0: those. Okay? Hold that again. Let me read that out because uh, right. we, we haven't even chatted about gratitude, the power of it. So so practice gratitude, be still and breathe, create best Year, best year goals, do your thing, choose positive people. I love that. Help one person every day. That is so cool. Donna, yeah. you, need
1: to,
0: you need to print out a thousand of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually, I think I've got a thousand
0: downstairs. And, <laughs>
1: I'll
0: do give you some next time I see you, Leo. Oh, please put an envelope and I'll leave them <laughs> on my desk at work.
1: I'm saying, okay, I'm gonna send you one for sure. You'll have to text me your address.
0: I will, and you know what? I'm gonna leave them every single person that walks into this room because what you said there was to a T to a nose. I love it, mm. and I'm gonna give every single person that comes into my gym in the next week when I get them, I'm gonna give them one. And I think that okay. I want them to put it in their wallet or wherever it goes on their yeah, fruit, in their car. the idea of it. Yep, somewhere where they yeah. can sort of see it. So I love that. What yeah. else can you share? Is so, that the only one you got, or you got another one there? <laughs>
1: This has got a bit on it. Let me tell you about a couple of the strategies. Please. So the first one is practicing gratitude. Wow. Honestly, gratitude changes what you see in the world for the better. It's just phenomenal. And you can have a gratitude diary. You can have a jar. You can have, you know, send people you know messages to tell them you're grateful for them but the practice I have I came across it uh through a woman called Pam Grout who has a book called thank and grow rich and um with this particular practice there's me and four other people and every single day we text three things that we're grateful for and uh it's been going over three years in in February this year it was three years and it's amazing. So what I love about this particular model is that you get a reminder when theirs come in. You go, I'm often not the first. I'm like, yeah, have got to do my gratitude. So we do it either the end of the day or the first thing the next day. Um, what you also have is accountability because these other people are expecting to receive your gratitudes. I love what it. I hadn't realised when I set it up was that you're actually get to experience their joy as well. You know, we call it vicarious joy. Um, It's like a mega dose of gratitude because you're really in tune with what's great in your own life, but then you get to have the joy and the privilege of witnessing these other people's lives and the joyful things in their life and it's just phenomenal it's it's seriously a mega dose of gratitude i'm,
0: I'm so glad you brought that up and and i'm actually in the middle of oh well i am actually about three quarters through doing a mindfulness journey um journal so it actually has yeah. it's called of gratitude in there and, yes. and and obviously wisdom and stuff that we've been talking about just just ways that people can move forward you know, yeah. from going through any adversity, just life too. So I'm glad you brought that up because that's so powerful. And um, yeah, I, I can't wait to get them.
1: <laughs> yeah it's so good and you know like people go oh what would i put in there or you know people have a tendency to think oh well it's my family it's my health and it's my work or something right so we try not to say the same thing twice or certainly not say it twice in the same month so you know mine will often be the person who let me in to the tra- traffic you know it might be the smile that i exchange with somebody in the local supermarket um it might be the warm shower especially right now i'm finding get cold at the moment um and so what what um you know not repeating the same things um does it it forces you to look a little deeper and to recognize some of the things that we often take for granted
0: simple things huh the simple life yeah that are right Um, actually right in front of us that we miss because we don't stop to actually enjoy what's going on around us, you know, But back to that quote that we read
1: earlier. So I'll often put them in my phone in the day, just in the notes section. So I really sort of savour them and, you know, I have no trouble recalling them in the evening. Um, So, yeah, highly recommend that. Um, I I love the saying, every day is not good, but there is good in every
0: day. Uh, Even even better again. And and, and, again, it's... You know what, Donna, it is really cool. And there's something that when you hear these things, you've got to actually take it in. Don't let it in and just go out and go, oh, yeah, it's just another saying. No, yeah. these aren't saying. These are facts, probably science-based quotes that they're not just quotes to read to try and inspire you for a day. They're quotes that you can actually yeah. bring into here and go, you know what, I'm, I'm going to utilize that. And that's the key yeah. with the gratitude, isn't it? It's not yeah. just Write it down and go. Oh, yeah, it was great today. Oh, the stars Mm. were great. The sun was with the sun, whatever it might be. It's actually feel the moment. Savor. Yes, and be in it. And most people Mm. just go. Oh, yeah, I did gratitude daily, and I just quickly like wrote it down and ran Mm. out. No, you didn't sit in it. You didn't feel it. I don't believe you. And 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 I'm not talking about materialistic things. As we said, we're just talking about the simple things that we're not sitting back and smelling the roses. And if you do you realize, man, this world is full of amazing people, amazing places, and so many great things that, you know, we're walking with our blinkers on. We don't even see anything. Mm -hmm.
1: Totally, totally. All right, so, um, you know, I talked about my cycling. I call that doing your thing. But, you know, it's different for everybody. So what's yours? And are you doing it? And make sure you do because it'll energize you and it'll give you, like, it will allow you to enjoy lots of other things. It'll give you energy for that, you know. Um, and so they choose positive people. Just, you know, Jim Rowan famously said, we're the five people we spend the most amount of time with, you know. And so who are your five? And, you know, are you being that sort of person for other people as well? You know, let's all be the best we can be and, you know, be able to energise each other. The last one, hope, help one person every day, I think is a really valuable one as well. Because if you're in a funk, one of the very best ways you can get out of it is to get out of your head and do something for someone else. And you get these like chemicals, you know, in your brain, dopamine and... um, and that it helps fight off cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And so, you know, it's just—it's a winner. You will feel great. They will feel great. We can make this world a better place. Love it by doing this for each other.
0: And and, and, and what does it cost you? Nothing, unless you're buying a coffee cost for someone. Nothing. But to give you time to people, you know, it's got—it's just time. It's all it is. And just giving love to people, like you mentioned, mm. and just—and I've always said the same thing: the best way to make yourself feel amazing. Just give to others, especially give to others expecting nothing in return. Yeah. I think that is even yeah. more powerful. Again, so that's but, when the
1: magic happens.
0: It is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's so exciting. But Donna, so, I, I think we've covered m- most <laughs> things. And look, I, I'm just again, I'm just an oreo. I think I think I kind of like was like a little kid when I when you under the book launch of Kerry Atherton's <laughs> book number two and just. <laughs> And Donna, I want to find Donna. i I got, got to just see meet Donna. And I'm just intrigued by your story, but just your, your persona, the way you hold yourself, it's just you're a true professional. And, again, you're, I, I find you're highly inspirational just sharing your story because it's courageous. And even when you told your story, the vulnerability that come out in that, even mm-hmm. though you've probably told it multiple times and we eight years down the track, but it's still you can see how, how much it probably means to you to be here today.
1: Totally, totally. You know, I I love you know that um statement that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem or what's often a temporary problem, you know, I think that's so important for us to remember.
0: And and again what we mentioned at the start, like if, if anyone's been triggered by this conversation, please reach out to Do- Donna or myself and and the lifeline number, Donny. you know, top of your head, 13? 13.
1: Yeah. Um, 13, 14, 11, I'm pretty sure. I hope I haven't got those numbers mixed up.
0: So many numbers to ring these days.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure it's 13, 14,
0: 11. You can confirm that. Quick, quick Dr. Google. Yeah. Awesome. Fabulous. Well, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. And, and, I'm, and I'm sure you got as much education out of that as I did. And I was just sort of blown away. And and I and I thought Donna's story was something that would be just an amazing story to try to, you know, uplift people at the moment. Look, obviously. Oh, I got a, Good job.
1: 13, 11, 14. Oh, you're close. Uh, I said that in my
0: head, but I'm like. Did
1: you? Uh, I did. Uh, oh, but you're I, like, oh, Donna should know it. it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> see <laughs> never, never, never assume. Hey, see, never I, assume. I didn't back myself. God, oh my god! After talking, because I usually back myself, but you I should have,
1: Leah.
0: But I didn't. So anyway, I'm not. Anyway, gonna Anyway,
1: we've got it. it right now. <laughs> Uh, maybe nice. if you could put it in the comments too
0: because uh, i might have got it wrong at the beginning i think so we will definitely uh, put a link in and whatnot <laughs> so donna thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it and everyone thanks for tuning in um any questions please put below and by sure we, we can we can answer the questions and go through it yeah. and but, um, but again donna thank you so much you're an amazing person and I, I, now i'm on a high just from talking to you i need, <laughs> i need to go pump some weights in my gym or something that's what i need to go and do
1: Awesome. That sounds fabulous. Thanks, Leon. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, I love what you do. I love your energy. It's a real honor to um, now call you a friend. So Thank
0: you. And vice versa. Likewise. Thank you so much, Donna.
1: Okay. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.